Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. Right on 9-11, I'm Luke Lukert. How to prepare a history lesson for kids 21 years after the 9-11 attacks. I'm Annalisa Gale. Under arrest, a man accused of exposing himself on the Washington and Old Dominion Trail. I'm Del Walters. Fairfax manages its deer population with licensed and qualified bow hunters. I'm Dick Iuliano. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. I'm Monica Ricks in New York. Queen Elizabeth's coffin has begun a six-hour procession through Scotland as Britain mourns its longest reigning monarch. I'm Vicki Barker in London. As Queen Elizabeth's funeral cortege winds its way from Balmoral to the Scottish capital, Edinburgh, mourners continue to leave flowers outside Buckingham Palace, 500 miles away. We all knew this moment was coming, sadly, but uh, when it does, it's a shock. The Queen meant so much to all of us, and that's testament to how committed and dedicated she was. Broadcast and royal friend Giles Brandreth. There is grief, there is love, there's a sense of wanting to be part of history. And to express what so many are calling a personal sense of loss. Here at home, as the nation reflects on 9-11, there's word of progress on the legal front against those who allegedly planned it all. CBS's Katherine Herridge reports. A potential plea deal is under discussion for the five 9-11 defendants, including Khalid Sheikh Mohammed, the self-described architect of the attacks. Defense attorneys told CBS News military prosecutors may be willing to take the death penalty off the table, and in return, the 9-11 defendants would plead guilty to the worst terrorist attack on U.S. soil. A spokesman for the military trials did not address our questions about the 9-11 case, but confirmed the parties are currently engaged in preliminary plea negotiations, citing court documents. In Ukraine, a big move to prevent potential disaster. Here's CBS's Tom Fody. With a lot of concern about nuclear danger from that Russian-occupied power plant, Ukraine's atomic power operator says it has been shut down after being reconnected to the electrical grid, so it did have sufficient power for necessary cooling to do that. Russian troops have also allegedly been pulling out of the region as Ukrainian forces gain back ground. A weather 180 in California now. The state's getting soaked by remnants of Tropical Storm K and could get hit with bad flooding. KCBS TV's Candace Crone is in Seal Beach. Jay Patel said in the several years he's been here, he's never seen anything like it. Tremendous waves. Sandbags surrounded several oceanfront homes, everyone doing their best to protect their properties. Three inches of water got into our first floor, um, and I'm just mitigating. Forecasters are also warning of possible mudslides in areas scorched by recent wildfires. United Nations Chief Antonio Guterres is now raising awareness on climate change after visiting flood-ravaged Pakistan. We need to reduce emissions by 45% until 2030. I'm not talking about the end of the century. I'm not talking about 2050. I'm talking about now. The floods there have killed nearly 1,400 people. Millions are homeless. This is CBS News. This hour's newscast is presented by Rocket Mortgage. When you need cash out of your home and a simple way to get it, Rocket can. 7.03 on Sunday, September 11, 2022, 69 degrees in Gaithersburg. Clouds and rain today, highs in the 70s. Good morning to you. I'm Liz Anderson. The top local stories we're following this hour. 
21 years ago today, during the terror attacks on 9-11, 343 New York firefighters died trying to rescue people from the Twin Towers. And every year, firefighters across the U.S. replicate the climb they experienced that day. In the D.C. area, local firefighters from around the region will climb 110 stories at the Gaylord National in Prince George's County. That's around 2,200 steps, the equivalent to the top of the World Trade Center. Others can also sign up to make the trek up all those flights or run a 5K. They'll be climbing until noon today. Money raised goes to the National Fallen Firefighter Foundation, which offers counseling and support programs for all families of firefighters who have died in the line of duty. Foundation also points out that many of the firefighters that were at the Twin Towers are still suffering the health effects over 20 years later from toxic air and materials. Luke Luker, WTOP News. And if you're wondering how to talk to your kids about the 9-11 attacks, here's some advice from a social studies teacher. A lot of kids ask like the basic question that always kind of gets asked is why did they do this? It has been 21 years since the 9-11 attacks and although many still remember that dark day for students who were not born at the time, Fairfax County High School social studies teacher Doug Zywall says processing the information can be tough. He suggests starting by just giving like my day. I tell them vividly. I remember waking up and I was in my dorm room and I, you know, turned on the TV and I was, you know, shocked to what was going on. And and then I really open it up for questions. And I think that's kind of where a lot of the interesting stuff uh, happens. Annalisa Gale, WTOP News. There's been an arrest of a man accused of a series of indecent exposures on the Washington and Old Dominion Trail. Police say 42-year-old Juan Alfredo Rodriguez of Herndon was arrested on Thursday arrested on warrants from another state. But so far, Fairfax County police are being mum on how they managed to track him down, only to say they will hold a news conference to provide more details about the arrest on Monday. Fairfax County and Herndon police did confirm they linked Alfredo Rodriguez to several incidents of indecent exposure that happened on the Washington and Old Dominion Trail in August. He now faces three counts of indecent exposure and is being held without bond. Del Walters, WTOP News. Fairfax County bow hunters are taking to tree stands and parks as the season opens on white-tailed deer. Qualified and licensed archers are the primary deer management tool used in Fairfax County. From Akatink Stream Valley Park to Tamarack Park, the bow hunters have until February 18th to hunt deer in areas where firearms use is restricted or prohibited. The hunting is closely monitored by the police department with help from the park authorities. The county says bow hunting is a safe and effective way to control the deer population on public lands. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Two people from Texas are in jail after a kidnapping in the district. It happened Friday afternoon in the 100 block of Michigan Avenue Northeast. D.C. police say a man and a teen approached a woman and forced her into a car. They then left the area. Virginia State Police later found the car in Wytheville, Virginia. All three were inside the car. The woman had no apparent injuries. Police arrested 28-year-old Carlos Castillo and a 16-year-old boy, both from Houston, Texas. They will be extradited to D.C. to face charges. Police say the case appears to be domestic. Coming up after traffic and weather, more about a new program to prevent veteran deaths by suicide. It's 7.07. 
Are you ready for your palm reading, my dear? Yeah, let's do this. I sense that you crave something. More reliable. Right. You know you deserve better and want out of a relationship. Yes, with my big-name wireless carrier. You're who now? My big-name wireless carrier. That's why I switched to Xfinity Mobile. Now I get unlimited with 5G for $30 per month on the most reliable 5G network. Uh, let's talk about your aura. It's so... And get this. They can even save you hundreds a year on your wireless bill over T-Mobile, AT&T, and Verizon. Wow, that's actually really impressive. Yep, but you already knew that, didn't you? Oh, yeah. I definitely saw this coming. Start seeing savings today. Switch to the fastest mobile service, Xfinity Mobile. Now with the best price on two lines of unlimited, just $30 a line per month. Switch today. Xfinity Internet required. Price comparison for two unlimited lines under available 5G pricing plans of top three carriers. Taxes and fees extra. Reduced speeds up to 20 gigabytes of usage per line. Most reliable based on root metrics. US report. Comcast analysis of mobile Wi-Fi and cellular data from Ookla Speed Test Intelligence Q2 2022. Get a precision AC tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. 708. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Here's Mary DePompa in the traffic center. Good morning, oh. Mary. Hey, good morning to you, Liz Anderson. We're going to start on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway. We've got a new scene happening. First off, the parkway has been stopped. If you're 295 south out of Baltimore for over an hour, about an hour, if you're running southbound, all traffic at 695, they are turning you around actively. They are bringing you back up and taking you off the 895 exit ramp. So all lanes, 295 will remain closed. You're going to follow direction. Those that are stopped and trapped, they are turning you around as we speak. Now, if you're on your way out of Baltimore to BW at Thurgood Marshall, 95 is open beltway to beltway. Nothing on 97 and 100 also available. The workarounds are abundant. We're going to check now with our one crash on the beltway. It's on the Virginia side. And it, just another reminder to tell you to use a little extra time. Caution, it's going to be slippery out there. The inner loop is jammed to get toward Georgetown Pike, 193, which is exit number 44. Single file to the left. Still getting by this crash. There's a truck that slipped off the roadway. So follow the vehicle in front of you. Delay is minimal. That's your breakaway point as soon as you pass. George Washington Parkway, also slippery. Northbound ramp toward the inner loop. Responding to the new accident. Listeners, find the wreck that's on 95 South in Virginia out of Dale City. Before you get to the truck scales, they were blocking along the right side. They say you had room to move, but be sure you see the flashing light to scoot over an extra lane. Again, it's going to be a slippery ride all morning. Clay's got the weather. I'll tell you about the roads, and I can tell you, you need extra time. Northbound 95 in Fairfax. Passing the Fairfax County Parkway crash. There's reported on the left side. Can't see this one, but they did mark on scene. A big park half marathon taking place in Montgomery County all morning long. They've got Redland between 355 and Crabs Branch already closed. They run through Rock Creek from Durward to Parkside, but cross a lot of big roadways. Watch for police direction. Paraton doing the can't be done for national security because our way of life depends on it. Visit Paraton.com for more info. Mary DePompa, WTOP Traffic. Now to Storm Team 4 meteorologist Clay Anderson. Thanks a lot, Liz. And Storm Team 4 radar is watching, as Mary was saying, the heavy rain now coming down from 270 down from Hagerstown, Gaithersburg into Montgomery County. Also picking up some moderate rain coming down I-95 from Laurel, moving into areas of Bowie, Prince George's County. Picking up heavy rain right now from Fort Meade and those showers. They've started to taper off a bit in the Commonwealth as far as Fairfax, Loudoun, uh, Prince William counties down there.
there, but it's still rain that will continue throughout the day today. Temperatures will only be in the low to mid-70s where they are right now, so not much change in temperatures. Even during the overnight, will drop down to the mid to upper 60s. More of a light rain drizzle late this afternoon during the overnight. Could be some problems with fog across the area as well. Back to work, back to school, still more showers as the cold front comes through tomorrow evening by the rush hour. Could be seeing some thunderstorms move across between 5 and 7 p.m. Lingering showers for Tuesday morning, but we will see some clearing in the afternoon. Sunset, hopefully, for us for Tuesday. We'll get to see it Wednesday. Sunny temperatures in the 80s. Hagerstown, 67 degrees. Gaithersburg, 68 degrees. Rockville, 67 degrees. Thanks so much, Clay. The forecast brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 7-Eleven. Suicide by our nation's veterans remains a huge problem. More of our veterans die by suicide than in combat. For many vets, the simple act of asking for help is very difficult. Personal responsibility is a cornerstone of military culture. September is Suicide Prevention Month, and the Department of Veterans Affairs has launched a new program to try to reach out to vets before it's too late. Dr. Matthew Miller, Executive Director for VA Suicide Prevention at the Department of Veterans Affairs, shares details about the program with WTOP's Veterans are uh, resilient. Veterans are growing uh, a bit tired of the narrative regarding being a risk or a liability. Veterans are trained to meet challenges head on. But veterans also are the last to take a look at what their needs are individually from a prevention or maintenance perspective. And that can lead to issues or things piling up. Veterans need resources that are easy to access, that are real world, and that are effective. So that's the point. That's the point of don't wait, reach out. That's the point of va.gov slash reach. It offers effective resources, easy to access for real world issues that veterans face. So what are common stresses that veterans face in civilian life? Yeah, so I think veterans often find themselves in talking with veterans, and as a veteran myself, we often find ourselves in a situation where, um, I don't know, have you ever seen Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman uh, have their credit card declined when they're trying to pick up groceries? Have you ever seen uh, struggling with sleep or pain and physical issues. In a lot of ways, veterans are treated as heroes and role models, and that's that's nice. That's a good thing. But in other ways, they face real-world problems, sometimes ones that they never anticipated that they would be facing. And Matthew, what is a final thought that you'd leave us with? I think one of our core tenets is suicide is preventable, and everyone has a role to play. That then includes everyone who's within the sound of my voice right now. For ideas and resources on how you can have a role to play, go to va.gov reach. Look at our spread the word resources and ideas. 
and we'd love to have you partnered and as a teammate in this effort. Dr. Matthew Miller, Executive Director for VA Suicide Prevention at the Department of Veterans Affairs. Read a lot more at WTOP.com. Search veterans. Coming up on WTOP, the Commander season opener today. Frank is on the way with sports. Oh, this kickoff is a kick on FanDuel Sportsbook. This is Dave Johnson. And yeah, as we get this NFL season going, the Commanders at Jacksonville on Sunday, FanDuel Sportsbook wants to get you started with $150 and free bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Yeah, that's a kick. All you have to do is sign up with the promo code Dave Johnson to get in on the action. Remember that promo code Dave Johnson. Hey, listen, I've told you, the Logan Thomas anytime touchdown, it's a bet I like. Hey, I'm even looking ahead to the Monday night game. We're going to take the Broncos in the money line. But you have so many options. Uh, wager on everything from touchdowns to total yards uh, to catches. And again, you can combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. But remember, 100 Fifty dollars in free bets, win or lose, waiting for you. But remember to sign up with the promo code Dave Johnson on FanDuel Sportsbook. Twenty one plus. The president of Virginia first online real money wager only ten dollars first deposit required. Bonus issue is now withdrawable. Free bets expire fourteen days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call one eight hundred Gambler. Sports at fifteen and forty five, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Here's Frank Hanrahan. Maryland Terps football improves to 2-0 after thrashing Charlotte 56-21. Virginia losers at Illinois 24-3. Virginia Tech was a winner over Boston College. Howard falls at South Florida. Georgetown loses to Lehigh. And Navy also a loser on Saturday at home to Memphis. Speaking of home, Commanders kicking off their NFL season on Sunday afternoon at 1 o'clock, hosting the Jacksonville Jaguars. Nationals will try to avoid the sweep on Sunday afternoon after losing to the Phillies 8-5. to Joey Manessis, two-run homer for the Nationals in the loss. Bryce Harper had a two-run dinger for the Phillies. Orioles got thrashed by the Red Sox 17-4. Albert Pujols, homer number 696, moves into a tie for fourth all-time on the home run list. D.C. United draws 0-0 at Real Salt Lake and WSL. It was the Spirit beating San Diego 4-3. U.S. Open Women's Final. Iga Swiatek takes the title. Men's Final on Sunday. Casper Ruud versus Carlos Alcaraz from New York. Frank Hanrahan, WTOP Sports. The top stories we're following for you on WTOP. President Biden will mark 21 years since the September 11 terror attacks with remarks at a ceremony at the Pentagon Memorial. At the National Law Enforcement Officers Memorial, D.C. Police Chief Robert Conti will remember officers who died in the line of duty on 9-11. Remembrances will also take place in New York and in Shanksville, Pennsylvania. Another development in the investigation into the January 6th assault on the Capitol. A grand jury issues subpoenas to several associates of former President Trump. Investigators want to know about Mr. Trump's fundraising efforts and spending between the 2020 election and January 6th. And the Korean American Harvest Moon Festival is wrapping up today in the parking lot of Bloomingdale's at Tyson's. The festival starts at 10 this morning and runs through 8 p.m. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. It's 718. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Here's Mary in the traffic center. All right, Liz, we're going straight to the Beltway on the Virginia side. If you travel the inner loop, be advised we're going to have a crash investigation running northbound 
Uh, you're already hitting the brakes just after the toll road. It's an early Sunday, so so far they're not too extensive. We're keeping you posted on this, but you'll have two lanes to the left to get by a lot of equipment. Then that's the breakaway. So far on the Virginia side, this is the only crash that is on the Beltway, but a couple of issues on 95. The delays are minimal, but there are a couple of accidents, all due to slippery weather. People have slid off the roadway southbound just before you get to the Dale City Rest Area. Right side of the road was blocked with response. Northbound in Fairfax County, one slid off near the Fairfax County Parkway exit 166. They, too, were along the left side. So bottom line here is be sure to give yourself extra time and stopping distance. A little volume on the Prince George's County side. It's unbelievable, but they could be near FedEx Field. Watch for anything happening there. We'll keep you posted. We're checking now on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway south out of Baltimore, remaining closed on 295. Uh, once past 895, they were backing folks up to turn them onto the ramp, so it is blocked before 695, won't be changing anytime soon. You will follow police direction. A big story in Montgomery County, we have the Park Half Marathon already this morning. You'll find that Redland Road between 355 and Crabs Branch would be closed. Now, the Park Marathon and Half Marathon runs through Rock Creek Park from Durward to Parkside, but they do cross a lot of big roads. Redland, Norbeck, Veers Mill, just to name a few, you'll follow police direction. Mary DePompa, WTOP Traffic. Now to Storm Team 4 meteorologist Clay Anderson. Well, as we greet this Sunday, the rain is definitely upon us. We'll have rainy moments throughout the day. There may be a lull with some drizzle and fog, but otherwise it will be wet. Temperatures rising, but only through the mid-70s. Showers throughout the evening hours tonight and tomorrow. Back to work, back to school. Still more rain. A chance of a thunderstorm late on Monday afternoon. High temperatures remain in the 70s. We'll start to clear out Tuesday afternoon. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Clay Anderson. And right now the radar showing rain over D.C., parts of Montgomery County crossing I-270 in the Rockville area, also parts of Prince George's County, Bowie, Laurel, and Frederick, also over in Chesapeake Beach, and showers also aiming for Annapolis and Baltimore. Right now it's 72 degrees in Tyson's Corner, 76 in Crofton, 72 in L'Enfant Plaza. Brought to you by Linda Plummer, trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Coming up on WTOP, it's been two decades since the Beltway snipers had the D.C. area on edge. A head investigator of that case talks about what might have happened to help solve it sooner. 721. The following is a paid commercial message. This is Bishop Michael Burbage of the Catholic Diocese of Arlington. This past weekend marked the 21st anniversary of the horrific attacks of 9-11. In this time of remembrance, we stand together as a country to mourn all who were killed or injured in these attacks and for their families whose lives were changed forever. We also remember and honor the bravery and service of all the first responders, medical personnel, and so-called ordinary people who risked their lives to assist in any way they could. May we be united in prayer, especially this week, for all those who died in the attacks of 9-11 and for all those who served that day and ever since. We commend them to God's infinite love and ask that he look after all those who protect our nation today and bless us with his peace. Hear Frontline Voices Remember 9-11 in partnership with Verizon. Sal Cassano, who is with New York's fire department for more than four decades, responded to 9-11. We knew at that moment 
it was going to be the most difficult day that we had all faced, no matter how much experience we had. Many of Cassano's close friends were killed. Cassano himself was injured. Still, he says what he remembers most about that day was the bravery from his fellow first responders. That's what I will never forget. I'm Nick Ainelli. Verizon Frontline is built for those on the front lines. Built for extreme conditions. Built for 5G. Because when lines are on the line, the people we rely on need technology they can rely on. Verizon is the number one network choice in public safety. Verizon Frontline, the advanced network and technology for first responders. Visit verizon.com slash frontline to learn more. Based on quarterly third-party wireless voice market share data, first quarter 2022. This is WTOP News. 723. Next month marks 20 years since the Beltway snipers killed 10 people and wounded three others. The man who was the face of the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco and Firearms during the sniper spree is looking back at what the evidence showed and how new technology might have helped solve the crime sooner. Ballistics was crucial to solving this case. Michael Bouchard was the ATF commander during the investigation. He says that the bullets recovered from the victims were all the same. We also found spent shell casings at some of the scenes. The spent shell casings came from the same rifle. Bouchard says back then the software law enforcement used to connect the dots with John Muhammad and Lee Malvo was sparse and shot spotter technology, which quickly tells police where a gunshot happened, was less prevalent. So had that been available to us 20 years ago, that may have helped a quicker police response to some of the shootings and could have possibly apprehended Muhammad and Malvo much more quickly. Neil Logan stayed WTOP News. In 2005, Hurricane Katrina devastated New Orleans and displaced countless folks. A new documentary, Katrina Babies, explores a generation's trauma on HBO Max. Hurricane Katrina was a natural disaster, but the way that it was handled was not natural at all. It was very criminal. Director Edward Buckles Jr. was 13 when his family evacuated New Orleans. I was one of the children that was fortunate enough to evacuate a television with the news was on, and that's when I saw New Orleans underwater, and like that's when I realized that I wasn't going home. He hopes his film will help a generation heal. These were not just interviews. These were almost like therapy. I've had certain people literally tell me, man, that just felt like a therapy session. I didn't even realized that I had all of that stuff bottled in. Hearing all of those stories, it allowed me to recognize my own trauma. Hear our full chat on my podcast, Beyond the Fame. Jason Fraley, WTOP News. The IRS is telling Congress about a major incident involving the inadvertent disclosure of data on 120,000 people. The Treasury Department says the IRS discovered some machine-readable data on tax-exempt organizations that should not have been made public. It was made available for bulk download on its website. The IRS says it will reach out to all filers impacted by the disclosure in the coming weeks. 725. Money News at 25 and 55. Here's Andrew O'Day. This is Bloomberg Money Minute. We've heard the talk for years that a tipping point eventually will come in the auto business in which people in droves will flock to electric vehicles. At long last, that point may be coming. It finally feels like now we're kind of on the cusp of something big. Jessica Caldwell is executive director for Insights with Edmonds, who points out that for all the splashy headlines and big industry promises, EVs are still very much a niche. If we look at the market as it is, it's still a very small percentage of total new vehicle sales. But seismic changes, including new tax breaks for EV purchases and California's new law mandating all new vehicles sold there be electric by 2035, are quickly justifying the aggressive plans by legacy automakers such as GM and Ford 
to flood the market with EVs at lower price points. And that means Tesla could become just another player. They're still going to make a lot of cars, sell a lot of cars, but in terms of their market share of the EV market, of course, that's going to slip tremendously over the course of the next decade. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Andrew O'Day on WTOP. Coming up after traffic and weather, services continue to remember the late Queen Elizabeth and a grand jury issue subpoenas to 